Welcome to the 30A Show, your beach-happy podcast for beach lovers. Brought to you by 30A Cottages, wonderful rental homes from inlet beach to watercolor. Online at 30acottages.com and powered by La Dolce Vita, the premier concierge on the Emerald Coast. LDV30A.com. Let's hit the beach. Here's Corey. We're joined by J.J. Gray today on the 30A Show. J.J., how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks. How you doing? I'm doing great. How's the surf been? I've been surfing a little bit. I wish. Uh, it's uh, it's June and at home, so there's there's almost no surf right now. But uh, yeah. you get out there with the kids and clown around on a longboard. Yeah, who's a better surfer, you or your kids? Me right now. <laughs> but but not by foot. The gap is closing, right? Quickly. But it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't much of a gap from the beginning. That's really funny. Do you get to surf on the road at all? Yes, sometimes. Uh, I probably I might even go this afternoon here in Dewey Beach and just just messing around on a soft top or something. But we go to Australia or, or different places and we've got friends down there with, with boards. And sometimes I bring my own board if I know there's going to be a swell and we got like say a short run and we're going to be on the coast. And I know I, I'll just bring a board. Me and uh, Eric Brigman, keyboard player, he surfs too, so we'll we'll bring boards and throw them under the bus. Have you been on a break that you'd be like, maybe that's not the right break for me? It's too big. Uh, yeah, I've done that more than once, <laughs> but I haven't done that. On tour, um, yeah. uh, I've done, I got caught at Hermosa in Costa Rica a couple times, and I got caught once in Australia. Uh, that I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out of my depth here. You know, it yeah. wasn't that big of a deal for other people, but it was, it was a little too much for me. I was taught a long time ago, uh, know your limits. Yeah, that ain't that the truth? Hey, could you tell me a little bit where you grew up, kind of how the uh, evolution of your uh, career in music has been? I mean, you got started kind of early. Yeah, you know, sort of. I start. I, I'm from Jackson, yeah. North Florida, there, and I, I just started singing them with cover bands and local bars and stuff and I, you know, honestly, one thing just kind of led to another, and and uh, I just kind of got busy doing what I was doing and not paying attention. And next thing I know, I was just I'm where I'm at now. You know, I didn't really have a grand plan, uh, you know, other than little small goals, stuff like you know, go like uh, buy a guitar, <laughs> you know, get an amplifier, <laughs> learn how to do stuff. Yeah, and I just woke up and here I am. There you are. So the band originally was Mofro, but there was a, a reason to change it to JJ Gray and Mofro. Can you give me the backstory? on that that's a great story yeah my grandmother hit me up uh at breakfast one day just before she died and she's like um what does it mean what does mofro mean and i'm like well it doesn't really mean it's not meant to mean anything it's just what i call what i'm doing you know and uh and she's like well you're singing about um you know mine and your grandfather's last conversation on earth you're singing about your boy dying on oxycot man you're singing about your dad you're singing what are you embarrassed about us you don't you don't put your own name on it she's like you know elvis didn't even sing his own songs hardly and he called it himself elvis and willie nelson calls himself willie nelson and well, you know why don't you call you by your name are you embarrassed of your family i was like no but i couldn't convince her otherwise at any rate it just made me think about it so you know I, I changed it at that point. Uh, what band members have been with you guys the longest? Uh, right now, uh, uh, Dennis, uh, trumpet player, Dennis Marin, he's been with me since 2007. Wow. So, uh, um, and then, finally enough, uh, Craig Barnett's playing drums, and he actually played on Lockwood. So it was out on a couple tours with me back in 2003, way back in the day. So, so I've got history with all the the guys playing and you know Todd Smalley played with uh, Derek Trucks band for year for 15 years 
before uh, Derek and Susan teamed up to put together the, to me one of the best bands in the world. And and so he, hey, I got the chance to get Todd to come and play, and so on and so forth. And a lot of the, lot, most of the guys are now all live in Jacksonville, so it m- makes it even easier. Makes it real easy. Have you guys done all your albums in the same studio? Yeah, I've done it all at Re- Retrophonic, uh, all on you know old analog tape machines. I've been recording there since I was 17, and I don't think I've recorded you know basic tracks or anywhere else other than there. I've, I've done overdubs and stuff in some other studios, but it's just uh, you know it's run by a good friend of ours, Jim DeVito, who's sort of a a, a legend to all of us in a way. And, and I find people know him all over the place. Everywhere I go, people know him. So yeah. uh, he's kind of a, a studio equipment guru and engineer guru. And, I mean, just about anything. He can like, play music. He can do it all. So it, it, it's it's just as much being involved with him as it is the, the, the gear in the studio. What bands did you grow up listening to that maybe kind of helped you find your sound a little bit? Uh, you know, uh, all the, the classic stuff. Skinner, my sister bought the first album my parents let me own was Gold and Platinum. My sister bought it for me for Christmas when I was a little kid, and they let me keep it, you know, because it, you weren't supposed to listen to joke music, as my dad used to call it, when we were kids coming up, although the parents did, but you weren't supposed to as kids. And, you know, my dad had a, a giant Grand Ole Opry collection, and then there was a little joke joint called Katie's Night Limit around the way there from my grandfather's uh, trailer park thing in Baldwin. And, 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 they, the brothers was always playing like Isley Brothers. They had bands come in and play covers and playing soul music and funk and stuff like that. So, and I wasn't like I could go, go in there and hang. My, and my parents know about it, but we slipped by there and you know they give us some bottles or something to take to the store and get a nickel for them. But we would and give us a plate of barbecue or something and hang out and listen to them play on Saturday afternoon. So that, that was a huge influence on me. I feel it's impossible to put you guys in a music category, right? I mean, at times it feels like it's a James Brown concert. Other times it's a blues joint, uh, even, a, even a chorus. Uh, so how, how do you feel about that? There's no category for you guys, right? I, you know what? I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, it'd be, I'm happy with that if people feel that way. To be honest with you, you know, you, if I go back and listen to a lot of stuff, like even James Brown, you know, it's what he's famous for is funk, but he, you know, he did a lot of ballads and stuff too. And, um, uh, all the way across the board, you've so many bands that kind of, I think it's about more about becoming yourself than it is about defying genre labels, so to speak, because you start out for me, I, I, I go back and listen to my stuff when I was young, and I was—you could clearly hear—I was a collection of who I wanted to sound like. And at some point, who you are kind of overtakes that. And I don't know how that happens or when it happens. I think it happens to everybody. If you just keep doing it, eventually yeah. it'll happen, you know. And, but uh, I'm happy—I got a, a bunch of influences, and to me, it's all just music, you know. Or whether it's George Jones, or whether it's Donny Hathaway, or whether it's you know somebody today, you know, like. Oh, Leanne Lajavis or something like that. You know, I just saw music. Yeah, there's no doubt that J.J. Gray and Mofro could be the state band of Florida. It resonates through so many of your songs. Our area is constantly in a state of build. What triggered your song, Lock Lusa? You know, it's one of those things that wrote itself, but I guess it's because I I was waking up to the fact that, um, you know, I think it had as much to do with uh, the dilemma that, kind of that all young people can find themselves in where you know you really want to get away from home you really want to be anybody but who you are be any or be from anywhere from but from where you're at you know from and i 
I just one day realized that I was throwing the baby out with the bathwater, and uh, and then I just looked around and saw, man, this place is awesome, you know, and how easy it was for me to discount it, just as much as anybody else, you know. I, I wasn't, I didn't write this song to tell other people how they should feel. I wrote the, the song as a, a, a lot of the songs as mantras and I didn't know they would become mantras but mm-hmm. singing for years and suddenly it just changed my attitude by singing that and I really picked up on that years later not, not that long back when uh, Touch from Touch and the Maytals he, he sang a track with me and he changed one of the lyrics in the song when he sang his version of it he, he wouldn't say I've been a dead man running all my life he kept changing it and then I realized you know later on he's like young man you know you can't that becomes a mantra man you get to sing that every night that you're a dead man you know and that you, it'll affect you over a long period of time so anyway make a long story short I think those songs wrote themselves to be to remind me of what I needed to pay attention to Lord I need That's awesome. We try and catch you, my wife and I, anytime we can. Uh, we took the kids to Disney in February, and guess what? You guys played the House of Blues in Orlando that Friday night, so we got a babysitter. Is that the perfect venue for J.J. Gray? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's it's at home, and what makes it the perfect venue is it's home, man. I mean, I, I, I'm not from Orlando, but I'm only two hours away, mm-hmm. and uh People there can relate even just that little bit more to some of those songs. You know, I think everybody, uh, we, we play in Germany, people there say, you know, I can really relate to it. You know, I just changed, it's not Lock Loose, I change it to a place in Germany that, 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 that moves them. So, but, but at the end of the day, they have the advantage of actually being from right to where the places are. You know? So they, they can connect even, even that much stronger to it, I guess. Yeah, it felt a little personal to you. Um, you guys played this river that night. It's the first time I saw it in concert. That's a pretty tough song to sing along with your fans, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. It takes me somewheres, and and to be honest with you, that that whole chord arrangement, that minor six chord, I don't know what it is about it, man. It just, it just, it takes me places, and 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 sometimes it's like your whole life flashing before you when you, for me, when I hear that music, regardless if it's me or if it's somebody else using that chord progression. It's an old one. It's been around since music's been around you know and some core progressions sound real happy and some some uh, are, are the lament you know and uh, that's one of those that, that this is it always takes me someplace you know that I, I i don't know where that is but i just know what it feels like it's only this river can bear me to say
J.J. Gray on 38 Radio. Uh, it's a fantastic band. If you guys haven't heard of J.J. Gray and Mofro, get on it. What are you waiting on? How do you decide on the songs you play each night? There's always some powerful songs that are left off the list. Yeah, you know, uh, I just, it, it's, it's what's kind of clicking at the moment. Sometimes it's uh, it just depends. Um, lately, we've, uh, we've done a, a, a really similar or same set list, especially when you're bringing in new guys, a new light guy or new this, or new that, new stage guy, you know, you don't want to try to throw them an absolute curveball every single night. You want to get them solid with at least a core of songs and then you start satelliting in, you know, rolling in and rolling out more more and more songs as you go. But it just, uh, look at a set like it's a song, one long song. So I just try to put it together where it has the same feeling dynamically and where it moves and all that good stuff. Yeah, you've got a great story here. We caught you at, at the Orpheum theater uh, you played with galactic another one of my favorite bands they're fantastic uh, during jazz fest your stories in between songs are incredible you told a story about the song every minute it was written on the beach how did that happen uh yeah i was in ultra rios jamaica on, on jam cruise with with galactic and i was eating breakfast with those guys and i heard some music way off in the background but you know it's one of those things where you, people are talking to you and you're talking to them but you're not, you don't really hear them because you're i was busy being mad about something nothing with those guys i was angry about something else you know something maybe i can't even remember what you know pick something you know something going on in the news or which i don't pay that much attention to or especially back then or something at home or whatever who knows and then i wasn't where i was and i realized i needed to be where i was if i was ever going to be happy so that's how that song happened the grace you give given by love it every minute you JJ, thanks for joining us today. I just got to let you know this. My nine-year-old, out of the blue the other day, sang Brighter Days, which I just really thought was awesome. But you personally woke them up to the existence of Smoked Mullet. I love Smoked Mullet. Hush puppies and grits. I love them catfish. And I love them popcorn shrimp. I love fried chicken. And I love them mustard greens. I love black eyed peas and them lava beans. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. It depending on where that mullet was caught. <laughs> if it was caught in a silky river, buddy, it could be so strong you can't hardly eat it. But I, I actually love it like that, so it don't bother me. That's either, hilarious. Whether it's clear water or, or silky water mullet. I love mullet. Smoked mullet. So for the longest time, that part of the song, they would say, I lost my money. And I just let them run with it for a while because it, it sounds like I lost my money. And I, I've, after about a year... <laughs> After a year, I said, you guys know he's saying it's I like smoked mullet. And they were like, what? So <laughs> That's awesome. That is one of the most fun songs at any of your concerts. Is that the national anthem for Southern food? 
it might be. I don't know. It is. It is. It is it's the national anthem for my grandmother's cooking. I can't speak for everybody else, but it's the, it's the national anthem of my grandmother's cooking. How big, how big <laughs> was your dinner table, JJ? That's a lot of food. Yeah, you know, uh, when we was kids, uh, it was huge. Now, and it was loaded with stuff from the garden. And then um, uh, meat was expensive, <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't near as much of that. But and uh, I'm sure everybody kind of experienced some form of this. If you thought your mom was bad about making you eat everything, your grand, my grandparents, or especially my grandmother, she was way worse. She's she would if she saw a muscular or lines on somebody, I don't care if they look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. She's like he's he's too thin. He needs to be fattened up, you know. So they they push that food on you. That's hilarious. Okay, so just give us a little uh, update. What's happening with new music? You guys have an album you're working on. What's coming down the line? Working on something right now. I got a bunch of tracks, and I got to start really formulating it, and and it's just taking some time. So just got to kind of let it all seep in to what I'm doing each day, and then sort of marinate over a period of time, you know, and then and then let it just come out as it comes out. But I, I got a bunch of ideas, but we'll see where it leads. Thank you so much for your time today, JJ. You can find out more about JJ at jjgray.com or just Google him. He's amazing. Thanks, bud. Thank you, brother. the beach with our friends at 38cottages.com. Great homes for rent all across the beaches of South Walton. And make your stay easier. Pre-book beach chairs, bonfires, golf cart, or bike rentals with our friends at La Dolce Vida at ldv38.com. Thanks for listening to The 30A Show, produced on location in Northwest Florida on Scenic Highway 30A. Until next time, beach happy! I feel